0: So, before the episode starts, I just want to say that all these segment ideas are from my friend, Mark. He has his own YouTube channel called The Life Of. You should check it out. Link is in the description. So, let's start the episode. So, hello, guys, and welcome back. This is day six of Epic Episode Week. We're almost done. I can't believe this has flied so fast by or whatever you're saying is. Uh... I can't believe it's almost over. It's already day six. Come on, I did not expect it to pass this fast. So we're coming back with another one. This is audiobooks versus real books. You guys might be saying, "Oh, this is boring." Let me just click off this episode. No, don't leave the episode. It's actually pretty interesting. I also thought it was pretty boring, but then I actually did more, a little bit more research, and I found out it's interesting. So. I went to the bookstore last week, not for this episode, just because I bought a book. If you guys haven't checked the episode, it's called Unboxing a Joke Book. It's more like isn't it less? It's less more of an episode. It's more like a bonus clips. And I bought a thousand one really ridiculous silly jokes, just for telling jokes for you guys. I spent fifteen dollars. Guys, very enjoy this. And then I, I nothing was new there. Just people there like always. And I actually did some research in. Audiobooks are way less popular. I thought they were just, like, taking, like, the book industry out to kind of, like, Netflix did to Blockbuster. Kind of like that. But it's actually not. Audiobooks comprise a tiny slice of the book market. It's weird. I actually did not believe that. So, the audiobooks, it's, it's, it's like, highest sales. It, it made $2.5 billion, which is still a lot. But that's only 6% of the overall market. The, the book industry, the real book, the print book, whatever it's called, has been like better than ever. It has risen in 10.8% since 2013 and are up nearly 2% from last year. That may not sound like a lot, but think about it this way. Let's say uh, that the uh, the book industry made $100 million. Uh, that's it, from last year. I know it's probably way more than that. But let's just say it's $100 million. If it's risen by 2%, they made $102 million. Which is, now that I think of it, does not sound like a lot. But it's still a lot. It's it's probably still a lot. So, do books still make money? Average book authors don't make a lot of money, but you can. Even if you give away all your books, you receive an average of 10% royalty or net worth from each book. So uh, it's not that popular, but it, because you're like you're a bookseller, but it's way more popular than audiobooks because you hear people just talking about audiobooks and stuff and like those tablets that you can put like ten thousand bucks or hundred thousand, whatever it's called. So so it, it's we thought it was like dying. At least I thought it was dying that no one was buying it, but apparently sixty-seven percent of all like, Americans have read a book last year or something like that or they have read uh, this which is interesting because honestly I thought audiobooks I never have an audiobook because uh, I just read normal books because I collect them and I honestly I never really liked audiobooks unless I was following with them but I never just really like let's say someone mumbles up the words it would be weird like wait 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 go back you know, because imagine you don't understand the point. You have to be, wait, wait, go back. But it's a book, it's just easier. You can go at your own speed and stuff like that. It's, and it says in audiobook, non chipmunk speed goes about 150 to 160 words per minute. And I'm not a genius or anything, but there's 60 seconds in a minute. So 60 divided by 160 is... Zero point three seven five. Nope, did the wrong way. hundred sixty divided by sixty. I forgot how to do the math. Two words a second. That is a lot, right? Wait, if I'm sp- what's what's the speed I'm speaking? I'm probably speaking like two hundred. So it's not that fast, but still, it's it's fast for a lot of people. So that's right. Like, you know, uh, like, let's say you can't find your book. Let's say you wanna read the Maze Runner or the Diary of a Wimpy or something like that, and and you can't find an audiobook. It's kind of hard, you know what I mean? And I, honestly, I just like having it, like the book, like collecting it, having it there, not downloading a file that people read it. And that's just my opinion. I I never really liked audiobooks, but that's just my opinion. Tell me what's your guys' opinion on this stuff. So apparently the book industry is not dying. Honestly, I thought it was dying, not because that, but I heard that like thirty something percent of people of Americans haven't read the book last year. So I thought pe- people buying less and less books and they're just watching YouTube or something, you know. And because I I just thought it's like way less popular, but apparently it's better than ever, which is funny. Which technically it does make sense if you just hear like because of the whole coronavirus thing you have more time maybe like we to pick up a book because i have nothing to do all day and like i guess that makes sense people have more things to do which i get it so yeah that was my opinion on audiobooks and versus real books honestly which one wins drum roll please that's the best drum we're gonna get. I can't find the actual one, so it's real books. You you expecting it? The audiobook industry it's way less than I thought it was gonna be. It more people reading like print books, actual books. Then more than ever, it has to be real bucks. we all expecting it. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. This was more like a fun fact one. This was pretty short. But it was pretty interesting. It's good to know. You know, go down to your local Indigo store or bookstore or whatever. And just go pick up your cell phone book. Start reading. You'll be really surprised how good they are. So, let's go to the next segment. Hello guys and welcome back to Page's podcast. I'm your host Pager, and today we're gonna do the IQ test thing that I was talking about. So if you guys know what I'm talking about, if you guys are new, I have this Pocket IQ I bought, and I uh, did it. And if you guys are curious about my IQ score, stick around. So it. So let's just go to other people, famous people's IQ. Like you. you know Bill Gates, the inventor of Microsoft what was his iq the let's go what so what was bill gates iq if you go on google it says his SA, at first his sat score was 1, 5, or 1590 out of 1600 so you got everything correct pretty much everything his iq score is 160 which is uh, really high so, wh- what is the highest IQ in the world? So, apparently it says, Marlene Savant has the highest IQ in the world with an IQ of 228. 228. Wow, I cannot believe having 228. That's just like, that's, then average is 100. So, if you have 100, then you're just average. Feels bad. And uh, it might have doubled that, more than double. So, right here it says, Who had an IQ of 300? Wait, someone had an IQ of 300? I thought Marley Voss Savon had the highest. Oh, it says here, William James Sidis is estimated at 250 to 300, which is considered as a superior genus, is in, in the top, get this, top 0.1% of the population in the world. Only 0.1% of the people have that IQ. Holy crap. I cannot believe that. That's just, that's just really. uh, Imagine, oh, I'm just trying to process this. I don't have any IQ of 300. If you have 150, you're really smart. You're like one of the smartest people in the world. You're like in the top 2% of the people. That's like amazing. That's super rare having 150. Imagine having double that. 300. I never heard of him, so I don't know if you did anything with the IQ, but let's go to someone else famous. What was Albert Einstein's IQ? It's apparently he had an IQ of 160, which is... Oof, that's just really high. And it puts it in the top 99.998 percentile of test takers. Wow. The top 99.99... Zero, so 0... Point zero zero two apparently says here. Technically he scored a hundred and a hundred and sixty two, which is Amazing. I can't believe that. What's Elon Musk's? He, he's like the inventor of Tesla and he did like something about rockets. What was Elon Musk's IQ? What was it? So apparently his IQ? Yeah, 160. You Not know, I'm excited. Everyone who's, like, super smart is 160. It just makes sense. If you have the IQ of that, then you're going to do something amazing with your life. You can kind of see. So, yeah. Well, let's go to more famous people. What was Jeff Bezos? If you guys don't know, he's the creator of Amazon. So, what was Jeff Bezos' IQ? Let's find out. So, apparently his IQ is... Uh, a hundred and oh, it doesn't say, oh, okay, it just says he has a really high IQ, it doesn't say the exact number, okay, whatever. I'm totally not wondering now, I'm very curious and just going down to various websites to see, whatever. I'm just guessing it was 160, right? Well, he did just create a website which that made a lot of money, so we'll see. what was Stephen Hawking's IQ. What was Stephen Hawking's IQ? It wasn't he... Uh, uh He had 160. Yeah, that's about right. That, that makes sense. He was like super small. I'm not really sure what he did, but I know he did stuff. Now let's go to more scientists. What was Isaac Newton's IQ? So apparently Isaac Newton's IQ was between 170 to 190. I do not believe that. He he was like alive in the 1600s. Albert Einstein was one of the best, and he only had 160. Newton just discovered gravity. Pfft, anyone can do that on a regular Tuesday. Come on, I don't believe that. I still believe he was very smart, but I don't believe he had like almost 200 IQ. Not not gonna believe it. What, what was Beethoven's IQ? That one's curious because he's another really smart person. So, it's also, like, very curious. So, it says he had 185, between 165 to 185. It, it makes sense, everyone. It's just like, I'm not surprised right now. If someone's really famous, you, you wouldn't expect them to have, like, say, 100 IQ, like, like an average person. So, like, I, I get that. So, let's go to uh, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. He, he was a painter, like you guys know. He painted the Mona Lisa. If you guys don't know, he actually did the first blueprint of the helicopter in the airplane. So he was also an engineer. He's more famous for painting the Mona Lisa. Apparently he had 220, which I do believe. It may sound like a lot of just guessing, Oh, he but like, imagine making the first helicopter, the first airplane. I just like, not making it, but more like the first blueprint. I just, like, yeah, it makes sense. But what's the, what is the average IQ? That's the question for people. Like, is 100 a good IQ? Because, like, like what does it mean? Is it good or not? Or is 150 really high IQ? That's, like, just to see. So, apparently, it says uh, from 85 to 114 is average intelligence. Well, this is a different one than I had before. And it says 115 to 129 is above average or brighter. 130 to uh, 144 is moderately gifted. And 145 to 159 is highly gifted. So if you have an IQ of, let's say, 10. Wait, no, 100, not 10, then you'll be really dumb. 100, it you'll be just average. If you have, like, 120, you'll just above average like pretty smart 130 is mildly gifted and if you have like on your let's say 150 yeah you're highly gifted so if you guys are curious you can probably do those like on my but are online iq tests accurate because no, not a lot of people say that and it says online iq tests are not really relatable or valid so if you guys took one you got like 160 feels bad because that's probably not true in other words they do not give the right answer in the test of intelligence if you know the answer do not indicate a higher IQ and you not know the answer does not indicate a lower IQ so that's what it says here if you don't know an answer it's something uh which is weird because uh, other question do in like in normal like uh, ones that actually count IQ tests that like count do they just give you questions like and you're like Oh, you didn't get any of them right. Well, you have zero IQ, or like, or do they just put some wires in your brain and you're like, you just like fall asleep and they are just like, yeah, I have this IQ. Cause I'm really curious. I've never done a real IQ. I did the pocket one, which I'll say at the end of the episode. So stay tuned. And yeah, if you guys don't know, there's other thing called a Mensa. Mensa. Hope I'm saying that right. Which is a group of smart people that have they have the IQ of hundred thirty-two or higher. It used to be hundred forty. But not a lot of people had that. So, like, let's just lower it down for the dumber people, you know? <laughs> and now you guys are probably thinking if I'm saying it like that, I probably have like a super high IQ. Trust me. <laughs> no, I don't. So, what is Mensa? Because if you guys don't know, it is a, a high IQ society and is the largest and oldest high IQ society in the world. It is a nonprofit organization open to people. Who score at the 98th percentile. The 90th percentile means you have to have the IQ of 134 132, that's the 98% or higher on a standardized supervised IQ or other approved intelligence test. Which is, I've always wanted to join there. You might just be around super, like, you might be it's just weird. You might be just around people that are like super smart, and imagine you're just like the lowest IQ there, and you'd be like, oh well. It's just imagine. It's just weird. I've never even heard it. I thought it was like I thought it was like the Illuminati or something. Like it's super secret, but nah. Okay. I've never seen like what do you do in Mensa. Like I, what do you even do there? But, like, I'm not really sure. Apparently, the Mensa meals or anything but the Local groups meet at least monthly. Often, it's just for dinner and drinks and conversation or a get together feature. A speaker or a lively, free-willing discussion. All are with fellow remember- members who share your intellectual interests. So it's just people with your interests and stuff, with your super high IQ. If you're, like, really dumb, they must be super awkward. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be really weird. How old do you have to be? You can't be, like, a set, like, five-year-old just there with, like, people are, like 20-something. So how old do you have to be to join Mensa? Because it's, like, you have to be a certain age, right? I to be apparently 14 years old to join it. I'm only 12, so if I'm not, so like if I'm, like, of an IQ of 100, I have two years to get 30 IQ. I, th- I don't think that's even possible to get 30 IQ in, like, a year or two. So, yeah. Anyone with 14 years or age or older can take the test at a group testing session held regularly in every major city across Canada. Candidates with qualifying scores are invited to join Menzo. So, you can't just put an application, they have to invite you. Right? <laughs> because that's what it says here. So, but how do you become one? Like, do you have to give them an application? To, to qualify for man, you have to score in the top 2% of the general Pop, populash, population on anyone of more than 200 accepted. One for more than wait, 200 accepted? Like, I do? Oh, no, those people. Standardized, standardized intelligence tests, including our men's and in- admission tests at any point in your life. Estimate six million Americans are eligible for membership. So six million out of three hundred million are able to join. That shows that all Americans are dumb. But here's a question I've been asked. What does IQ stand for? Because we haven't done it yet. And apparently it stands for intelligence. Can I see that coming? Quotation. Intelligence quotation I'm not even sure what quit taint means so what does quit taint mean uh, I'm not really sure but if you go to Google and you type what does what mean yep I definitely spelled that wrong I'm definitely not double jimans it's just pretty much a Latin word for how many times or something or quantity So, yeah, I guess it's just intelligence quantity. How much intelligence do you got? Which makes sense. So, that was all the IQs. Tell me if there's more people you want to know. You just search them up. I'm not doing this for you. (laughs) So, now it's time for all you've been waiting for. What IQ do I have? Well, I'm proud to say I got 126. Which sounds like a lot, but I actually searched it up. NSS Pocket IQ tests are not accurate and they don't count, so then I got said. So, I, I could have 126, I could have higher, I could have lower, it, it's not really accurate, so yeah. Tell me if you guys done the test or online or something, tell me what you guys got. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Uh Know what time it is, this joke of the episode. So let's crack open the joke book and let's see what we got. Let's here's one Mom, colon, hello, is this the green grocers? I like a kilo of carrots for my son. Green grocers, colon, sorry, madam, we don't do swaps. What? I don't get this one. Tell me if you guys get it. Son, Colin. Mom, this turkey dinner is horrible. Damn, this kid's a savage. Mom, Colin. Well, you did you did ask for a foul meal. Foul meal. I don't get that one. What are twins' favorite favorite fruit? Pears. That's a pretty good one. I think that's more like a riddle kind of thing. Pears. Ah, I like that one. That's a pretty good one. What do you call an older brother with half a brain? Gifted. <laughs> Get an older brother because he got gifted half a brain. <laughs> I think that's what it means. I'm not sure. Dad Colin, What would you do with a rotting cherry? Jessica. Jessica Colin, Give it cherry aid. <coughs> cherry <eight>. aid. <laughs> that's funny. Not that much, but. Funny enough where I think it's funny. Daughter Colin, when did you start putting a pair of glasses over your phone? Mom Colin, ever since it lost its contacts. Oh, contacts. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good one. <laughs> We're going to end it off on this one. So, yeah. That joke was pretty funny. I like, the, I like the wordplay ones where it sounds like something else or has two meanings or something like that. Those are the good ones. Some of you guys think.